At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Well, hi, diddly do. Mr. I Kelly? Be- I can't believe it. You're alive. I am. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. We're in a sprint today. We got yeah. things to do. We got so, places to be. So this Facebook Live won't be that long? Hey, there's shocker. It's raining outside. Never Wait rains here, does it? It it's never rains here in August in Florida. That's All right, weird. Kevin Harvick won a race. Uh, kind of put a little woe down there on the Penske-Gibbs dominance. Uh, my suggestion is that uh, that in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it's going to mean a whole lot. I still think that it's going to uh, be between the Penske and Gibbs guys once the playoffs start. Do you think that well, I you am gotta right? Do, you going to do the rundown? I am going to do the rundown right after that. Let's get we're getting right into it today. Let's go. Okay, so we're going to do what do you know right now? We're in what do you know? I didn't even say what do you know. We just went right into what we do you went know. right into the we're tub. Not screwing around today without we're checking the water. Right now we're screwing around. Okay. All right. What do you think? <laughs> Well, if you read your NASCAR this week last week. Yeah, because it comes out once a week uh, in a lot of newspapers across the country. Right. So I put in there that uh, that the race at Michigan was going to be a Penske, Stuart Haas racing intramural match. Right. And that pretty much happened. You're so smart. I know. Yeah. And you know why? Why? Because here lately and historically – Ford has always been the dominant car there at Michigan for whatever reason. I had all the way back to Bill Elliott's hated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know how much of the race did you leave it on at the after the end when you saw you know when everybody all the highlights showed and uh, photos you see of the race show Keelan the Harvick kid right was he seven yeah running down pit road there and getting into the car with his dad and he set him up there on, on the right side in, inside the where a passenger seat would be if they had passenger seats and he took him out on the track and did the burnouts and all this and uh i don't know about you but you know he's just sitting in there loosey-goosey you know he's yeah. not bolted in he's not no. strapped in. and i kept thinking boy i've seen guys do this before and that car snaps loose on them and i said man if that was to happen this thing could go really wrong in a big hurry. Hey, go yeah, in a big hurry. You're Facebook Live in yourself yeah. right now. Yeah. You are. You're in there. Yeah. Well, it's a, this sorry, thing has a mess, man. I'm telling you. So, uh, th- were you? Was there any trepidation in your cranial, vast cranial? Uh, what is that in there? <laughs> Showroom <laughs> that was thinking, "Holy mackerel, this could go ugly." Holy mackerel. Yeah. Uh, Do, were you yeah. thinking that there were people across this great land of ours saying, "Strap that kid in"? Put yeah, a, yeah. Put a I, I was actually, on. I was, to be honest with you, yeah. I was actually concerned because, especially, you know, I thought they were going to like gently drive around, maybe. Yeah, wave but to the he, crowd. he did a burnout. Did, did the burnouts? Yeah. So. Now you know, granted, he's not going to do donuts because you know the kid's sitting right there, but. Do a burnout like that, it, and something goes horribly wrong, and the rear end might, snaps a loose on you. I don't think my State Farm agent would approve of this. I think his rates might have gone up. After this. Yeah, 
But see, that's the type of thing we see. Like when we see people ride in the back of pickup trucks now, we get all upset and we get worried about it. But that's the type of stuff. I mean, we did that stuff. And look at us. <laughs> yeah. We grew up yeah. doing that. Yeah. Man, kinda... <laughs> I remember being on my dad's lap driving across the Port Orange Bridge. <laughs> I'd be on his lap with my hands on the steering wheel. Hear him let me steer. Yeah. You know, coming back from the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I remember doing that thinking, my God. Seatbelt? <laughs> Seatbelt? You had to dig. You needed Margaret Mead to find the seatbelts tucked down under the cushions of our, in between the seat back and the seat of our well, automobiles. You, you had to dig for them to find so, them. They were been pushed down there so, so deep. They were down there with two baby roosts and a, uh, and a Jim Palmer baseball card. So when I was like between the ages of 6 to 12, Mm -hmm. Okay, every year we would go, the Kelly family, my family was based in Chicago. Based. Well, you know. Can't hide money. The roots. Can't hide money. You're based. So. um, But you haven't really arrived as a human. You haven't really arrived as a big shot until you've had your passport seized. (laughs) I almost tried to do that last week. Yeah. Anyway, didn't. Okay, so uh, we pile into the. the, uh, Kelly Mobile. The station wagon. The Roadster. Uh Oh. There'd be five kids, yeah. right? Yep, yep. And we didn't have seatbelts. I mean, we just you yeah, know, sure. We we're crawling around all over yep. the place, and and we did that four or five or six years in a row. And look at you. And we survived. Yeah. But, you know, who knows? Daddy. We could have. Let's move on to Jimmy Johnson. Well, things are going from bad to worse. Before we do that, before we do that, where can we? Uh, where can people find this wonderful? Uh, you podcast? tell me. DaytonaMotorMouse dot com. Yeah. Okay. Also, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, we showed up on Spotify. How'd that happen? I don't know, but uh, loose, loose regulations, <laughs> yeah. loose connections. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, you Maybe can find a, no. You can find us at. <laughs> that worked out. <laughs> you can find us at DaytonaMotormouse.com or amongst the podcasts well, on Spotify. That just. <laughs> Yeah, we're out there. All right. So see you later, Facebook Live. All right, moving on. Jimmy Johnson uh, went from bad to worse. He was uh, he has a good week, and then all of a sudden last last week he speaking of the car snapping loose, he goes up high there in that in that track compound they put down, thinking he's safe to go, and just loses it, smacks the wall, and next thing you know he's finishing back near the tail end of the field. Uh, he, he's still within range of making the playoffs, but as I said in the NASCAR This Week page that you should be getting in your local newspaper, uh, I don't think it matters. So what does it matter if he makes the playoffs? He ain't gonna allow, At most, he would go through two rounds of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing is... Everybody's yeah. worried about the bubble boys, but it doesn't matter because once they get in the playoffs, whoever gets in the playoffs ain't going to stay in the playoffs. I, I'm looking at my statistics right oh, now. Oh, are you? Yeah. Know that is. That's a good sound. I'm going to miss that. <laughs> you know, I, I'll record it, and yeah. then we can play it, you yeah. know, when there's when there's no more paper. Yeah. But, um, gosh, I don't even know what you said now. Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson is... Stinking. He's just... On ice. You know what? I think maybe <clears throat> if I was him, I would say, okay, let's just start building for next year. You know, yeah, let's right. try. Let's try some stuff. Might have already been doing that. Yeah, or maybe they did that last year. Yeah, <laughs> look what happened. You know, something's got to give there. Yeah. Um, he's again. I don't mean to. You know, 
keep talking about it, but he's on his third crew chief. Yeah. It's kind of hard to ignore. Yeah. How about his whole? How about the whole Ryan Blaney thing? Say you're sorry. <laughs> He's upset because Blaney didn't technically apologize. Yeah, yeah, so that is just weird. It's it? odd stuff. I mean, if you're a seven-time NASCAR champion, mm-hmm. do you even? Buy, I mean, that's just like a blip, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, say you're sorry. <laughs> I don't. Not going to say I'm sorry. I don't think that's happened. Has no, it? no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. they are. They were friendly. I mean, I think they were too. Part of the run around in the same circle socially, so it's got to make for awkward awkwardness down when they're playing darts at the pub. I would think, mm. you know, yeah. Hey, is that it for what do you know? That's all I know. But we're going to move along to uh, you'll get that, and we'll uh, we'll do that right after this. All right, cool. All right, we're back. Daytona Motor Mouse, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly. It's time for the segment of the uh, podcast we like to call "You'll Get That" in big time auto racing. Right. A nod to our old cohort uh, David Poole, who would throw that out, throw that line out there every now and then when. Usually when something weird happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, what you'll get sometimes, Goblin, is uh, transitions and transactions and personnel moves. One we just Wait learned about. I'm still, I still got a job, right? You're good. Okay. You're okay. Good. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, <laughs> but you, but, so, but, and so do these guys, but for now. Uh, right before we came to the podcast, we uh, learned that <laughs> David Reagan, David Reagan, he's uh, he's done. He said, this is it. No more full-time racing for him Right next year. I could see somebody maybe putting him in a car at a plate race or what we like to now call pack race because, um, you know, his two career wins were at plate races, Talladega and Daytona. And I looked it up. That's right. I looked it up. Wow. From 2006 to 2015. Now, in 2016, they quit reporting race purses, the right. earnings. We no longer got uh, with the race – results no longer got the purse money won by each team right but in that decade from 06 through the 15 season he uh his teams anyway pocketed 39 million dollars in race earnings wow so if he earned give or take half of that which is usually to split is somewhere between 40 and 60 percent right uh give him half of that that's you know 18 20 million dollars over the course of that decade not counting what he's bankrolled in the 16 17 18 four seasons since so that's a pretty good career and you know what lucky he is lucky he was in it at the right time yeah because contracts have shrunk uh with with sponsorship money harder to come by and the price of running a team growing never ceasing to grow driver contracts have been taken a hit so he was in it at the right time. So he that's eighteen twenty million in race earnings, not counting whatever his guarantee was on top of that. Not counting so his, who, his personal contract. Yeah, here's a guy who for most of his career, especially of late, was kind of off Broadway, not in the not in the limelight, kind of a you know, kind of a mid pack guy. And he's thirty God, he's only like thirty four years old. Thirty three years old. And uh, go. I don't know if he's going back to Unadilla, Georgia, or if he's living in the Charlotte area. I'm not even sure. I should know that, but I don't. But not bad. Not bad if you can uh, go on and uh, find other things to do at 33 and not have to worry about pay, you know keeping the lights on. Yeah, yeah, paying that gas bill. You know, I think when I ask you what you will recall as of now, what you will recall of David Reagan's career, it will likely be the same thing I will recall. Yeah. The 2011 Daytona 500. Yeah, the Tandem 500, when Tandem racing was in vogue right. there for a few hours. Yeah. And uh, he had the race won, but uh, 
jump the green flag or something like that? Well, he, so he, he got black flagged? He passed. Uh, he moved past. Something on a restart. Uh, yeah, he moved past um, Trevor. Yeah. Uh, before. No, actually, you're supposed to hold your position till you pass the right. the flag. Right. And he went ahead and passed Tre- you know, all excited, he got in front of Trevor. Wee! Yeah, before <laughs> before yeah. he should have, and, and got black flag. And yeah, then his Trevor Bain that's right. made his career. That you know, that's one of those. I think that's one of those uh, crossroad kind of races. Yeah, you know, if you think about it, don't think about it too hard. Yeah, I'm getting old. But he did win at Daytona. He won a 400, won a Firecracker 400. Well, he came he back. He came back in the same car yeah. that he should have won the Daytona 500 in, yeah. and, and that was a consulary prize. Is that right? Consulary? Consulary? Yeah, whatever. Or a consolation. Consolation prize. Consultation. And, uh, but he knew, you know, after he lost the 500, <laughs> Jack Roush was... If you can't say consolation, you're not going to be able to say this next guy's name that we're going to talk about. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll just use a nickname. Uh, we had another transaction today, another personnel move. Page three. Yeah, Let's look, go to page three right now. Okay. They've been trying to figure out what's going to happen to Christopher Bell, who's been knocking them dead in the, in the Bush series the last two years. And uh, there's no room at the end at, at Gibbs Racing. And right now it appears the word is leaking out that Eric Jones is going nowhere. He will re-sign with Gibbs yeah. for the 20 car. I knew, kind of but knew that. Christopher Bell will become a de facto member of that team and the de facto fifth member of that team's car at Levine Racing, the number 95, currently driven by Matt De Benedetto, right? <laughs> Maddie, you yours, Goblin calls him Maddie. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie D. D. So, uh, and, and maybe Maddie D is going to get into the front row car that David Reagan is uh, exiting. You know, you'd have to put those. You know, if you had the yeah. dots on the page, yep, you could pre- pretty easily draw that line. Yeah, Maddie has. He's been running well of late, and you know that always happens when your job's on the line. It seems. Yeah. They always seem to find another gear, but. He's uh hopefully he'll he seems to have made enough of a name for himself and built enough equity up that that he should be in somebody's car next year, and Christopher Bell almost has to or somebody else is going to snap him up. You know they can't let him sit down there any longer. Well, he's ever, proven he can hit the curveball. See, it's ever, time to bring him up to the majors. Ever since Jeff Gordon, yeah, the manufacturers have gotten a little more protective of their talent. Yeah, you remember what happened with Jeff Gordon? Yep, yep. Ford lost him. Ford had him. Yep. And Bill then, Davis. And then... In the Bush Series. Baby Ruth car, right? Yep. But they didn't have a long-term contract deal with Jeff Gordon. Right. And so he turned around and left them. Yep. And... The rest is history. Went to Chevrolet. Chevrolet. And... Yep. Did pretty did good. Pretty good. Did, yeah. Okay. Now, in all fairness, nobody... You know, who would have thought that that's what you had on your hands? You know, you knew you had a talented racer, but you didn't know you were going to have one of the top ten of all time sitting there. Yeah, yeah. There's an argument for you in another time. Top ten of all time, I think absolutely Jeff Gordon, right? You know what? I think think that's it. I think, you know, when we get into those long winter months. Yeah, that'll be a good one. (laughs) Put that one away. Put that one away, sir. uh, That is it for you. Get that big time auto racing. And uh, we'll be right back. And we're right back. Ken Wellis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse, ready for green-white checkers. 
Uh, ready to run through this? Yeah. Uh, real quick, Bubba Wallace, What? why did he make news this week? <laughs> the same reason that Austin Dillon made news oh, a few years ago. Daytona win, yeah. Yeah. Tattoo. Uh, got a tattoo. Yeah. Now This has been quite a saga. Well, you know, the thing is, is he had the, uh, the king. Richard Petty. Had Richard sign his forearm. Oh. In the classic, you Richard know, Petty autograph. Richard yeah. Petty, all the loopy with a dukes. sharpie on his on yeah. Daryl Bubba Wallace's forearm. Right, and so Bubba, seeing a way to get attention, said, Good "If I that. we get enough likes or retweets or whatever the heck it was, mm-hmm. you know, I'll go ahead and I'll get a tattoo where yeah, that get that signature right tattooed on my arm." Okay, so then he took it back. Well, he took it back, but he did it. Yeah. But the the odd thing is... He eventually did it, but he had it put on the back of his... Like on his hamstring. Yeah. Instead of on, on his, his forearm. On his, the back of his right leg. That would be the hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, come on. I'm not a doctor, for God's sake. <laughs> it's a hamstring. <laughs> My aunt knows what a hamstring is. She don't even go to the doctor. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so, so so anyway when you said that I was hamstringing you, what does that mean? It means I'm hamstrung. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was just weird. Yeah. All right. It's just, you know. Well, the weird part was that he said, if I get like 40,000 likes or retweets or whatever, I'll get this tattooed on my forearm right here where it sits. And he did. And then he went, uh-oh. Yeah. And then he got a lot of flack for going back on that and not mm-hmm. holding those words. So then he eventually, he tried to say, well, he tried to find a loophole. And I said, well, he, I think he originally said, I meant if I got 40,000 tweets today. Right. But it was actually, you know, it took a couple of days. Right. And boy, he caught a lot of flack for that. So yeah. then he, you know, hemmed and hauled a bit. And then he decided, okay, finally going to get it. And, and does what everybody does these days. He had it videoed, the tattoo uh present the guy putting the tattoo on him what am i saying trying to do what am i saying <laughs> he had the whole thing he videoed it put it on the twitters yeah so i mean you know all right you want to play the birthday game oh my god the we birthday switched the birthday game. game up a few weeks ago uh instead of a goblin guessing the ages of people i've came up with another one uh i give him we find a birthday boy over the course of the week and this one happens to be a birthday that's today and uh, and I give Goblin clues that get progressively easier until he gets the name. He guesses the birthday boy correctly. The goal here for Goblin is to guess the birthday boy in less than, say, four, clue, four clues or less. Right. But I purposely make it difficult for him to do that. And this makes him feel a lot dumber than the old birthday game did because you were so stinking good at the old birthday game. It was embarrassing. All right, you ready? All right. Today's birthday boy. Okay. Okay. 63 years old. 63. His hometown is Arnold, but I'm not going to tell you the state. He's in four different halls of fame. The NASCAR Hall of Fame. The International Motorsports Hall of Fame. Okay, time out. So you're halfway through the third clue, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you my answer. Okay. Rusty Wallace. Damn you. Good one. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. The other clues are going to be 1984 Rookie of the Year, 1989 Champion, which right. would have given it to you. 
Then I was going to, you know, list his full name. His first name is yeah. Russell, middle name William. Well, the thing is, is since he's, since we have the same. 63 today. Yeah, since we have the same birth year. Yeah. Uh, those guys that are born, like, in around me. Yeah. You know them all. Uh, I know them pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Arnold, Missouri. <laughs> Never heard of it. I think it's near uh, St. Louis. It's what, because they used to always, all the Wallace boys, they'd list their hometowns as St. Louis. Yeah. Kenny Schrader, too? Or no, Fenton. Fenton, Fenton. Missouri. Yeah. yeah. He didn't shy away from it. Yeah. All right, well, that's all I got. You got a dad joke to finish with, right? Yeah, this From is the, the book of dad jokes. Dad Jack, jokes. Jack uh, Duncan. Compiled by Jack Duncan. All right, give us one. All right, so this is from page 70, joke 122. Mm-hmm. Why did the dad butcher refuse to sell half a rabbit? Why did the dad butcher refuse to sell half a rabbit? Yes. Uh... Got, I got nothing for you. Oh, man. Why? You, you know, you know that. Am I going to be upset? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Uh, he didn't want to split hairs. <laughs> That's pretty good. Mark that one off and never tell it again. <laughs> it's marked. All right. This has been a Daytona Motor Mouth special presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Willis, uh, Goblin Kelly, and until next time, thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.